Are you uh, going to be able to look at your notes? Ah. Uh -huh. All right. What episode number are we? 359? 359? I think so. You think? Yeah. It's on the link, fool! You're the one that shared the link! Yeah, 359. There you go, 359. Mm -hmm. I didn't share the link yet. <laughs> it's not as important anymore. I know. Where's the button to share? Did they move it? We'll be going eventually. We'll get running eventually. But in the meantime. Tell a story, Chris. So I told Ethel, I says, um, I'm just, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm storyless right now. You're storyless? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I've got stories, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I think um, I'm not entitled to tell them yet, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Statute of limitations says I can't really divulge what's going on right now. But uh What in the blue fuck? Yeah, it's just like straight up not the little share button anymore on there. Scott the Scott providing the uh the liquid courage tonight. Uh-huh. From Great Heights. Eventually, once you get started. <laughs> I don't know where they're they, struggling. Yeah, I don't know where they put the share button. It's like not where it used to be. Well, anybody that subscribed to us will have already gotten the alert. So. Yeah. Fuck it. So if you're watching, thank you. And if it, you're not... If you're watching, share it, because I can't figure out how to share it. If you're watching and expecting Arnold, sorry. Maybe next time. Boss Lady didn't let him out. No. He's, st he's not even on parole yet. He's yeah. still, like, confined. Yeah, he's still. Yeah. No. Live from the landing strip is the 259th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. What did I say? You said 259. Oh, it's 359. 359. God damn, we've done that many episodes? <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm so Chris. Hot. That's Abel. Yeah, hi. <laughs> it's going to be that night. It's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> I actually wore my watch in the shower the other day. I saw that. <laughs> you got your permission slip? For what? We're not wasting any time tonight. What? Another patented... Patent pending. HWR field trip. Oh, God. This week. This week has been a fucking week. It's been a week. A week in the fields. Where do you want to begin? Do you want to start high? Do you want to start in the middle? Do you, no, you want to start on the detour? Or you want to start at the bottom? Bitch, I don't care. Well, whatever. Hi. Okay, then what did you learn from the uh, Owen Hart episode of Dark Side of the Ring? Ooh, this is the high? No, um, this is the low. Oh. We start from the bottom and we'll oh, get to okay, the top. Okay. Not a lot, to be honest. Um, I didn't think that this episode was a very 
informative episode. It didn't really peel back the layers of conspiracy and, oh, this is what really happened. It, it, it was a lot of pulling on the heartstrings, which I think that's all you really needed for Owen. I mean, I, I, it, it wasn't like Benoit, where it was like, what the fuck actually happened? You know? Like, Martha was like, what the fuck actually happened? Oh, they didn't get a good rigging contract, and he had a little little clip, and the clip just clip, releases really easily, and he didn't know what to do, and they sent him up there by himself. End of story, you know? So, like, there wasn't a whole lot in, in, in the terms of chisme. You know? You weren't sports entertained. Right, right. But it was a lot of, oh my god, this was... Oh, this was this was rough emotionally, just reliving it, you know? He was one of the greatest technical wrestlers. They didn't know what to do with him. The stuff with Brett. They were going to push him, but they didn't know how to push him. And then they, they just stuck him back in with the, the fucking cape. And he's still great, and he should have been. And then he's dead. And, like, he should have... The show went on, and... It, it, it fucking sucks. It's a really bad story, you know. Uh, um, but it's not a an, a mystery. It's not an unsolved mystery at all, you know. <laughs> Cheap shot. I see what I you know, did there. I, I take it. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was tough to watch. Teared up a couple of times, but working in retail. Ooh, this ought to be good. Um, I dropped a Dorito. Working in retail, there's there's a lot of ways you can pitch a product, but there's normally like a gotcha, like a hook, All like right. something that will change your perspective. Or say if you're working in a new job and there's a routine that you have to follow and for some reason you're just not getting the groove until one moment, all the pieces fall into place and the light bulb goes on. I was like, ah, oh, that's why no one struggles to do this. This is why I've been struggling to do it. I was missing this, and now I can do this like everyone else does this. Okay. And just one thing to change my perspective for that light bulb to go off. And? Martha gave it to me. What was that? It was a fucking murder scene, bro. Owen Hart died. He fell from the freaking ceiling, and the company decided to do five more matches. This is the same company that did a pay-per-view during the blackout. Yeah, <laughs> this is the same company that was racing to be the first brand of entertainment back out on television after 9-11 this is the company that is trying to claim itself or fall into the category of essential business this is what this is what Vince does yeah and just because you're in the WWE universe doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and like the thread of time of our current existence you know it's like if something happens I don't give a fuck how special you think you are yeah Time out. Yeah. You know, do the pay-per-view on Tuesday. Do something else. Just like Beware of Dog when the power went out. They went yeah. two days later and redid the whole fucker. Yeah. You know, so there's there's precedence. Was Beware of Dog before or after Owen? Before. Or way before. This was uh, Steve Austin was still a heel. I think it was 95, 96. Uh-huh. Early 96. Um, so it just, I get it now. Like, okay. I, I, I get why. Martha's perspective is, I can't let I'm, I'm I can't let a company that took away my husband glorify him after the fact. Like, oh, I totally get it. I get I, it. I get it. I get you know, because I've, I've heard podcasts with Mark Mark Henry's Hall of Fame speech, re- wrestling podcasts left and right, interviewing, re- talking to wrestlers and, at shows left and right, yeah. and they only see it from the fans' perspective. 
You know, because the fans technically are being cheated out of this. We had nothing to do with this situation. Right. It, just, right. it just turned out to be that way. You know, like a breakup with a kid. Like, the kid's going to be the one that, that gets that suffers the most if the parents break up, not the parents, you know? And they had nothing to do with it. And that's what I feel like in this case where it's like, even at our best, we still ask for a lot of fucking shit as wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. And this kind of like, done. Like, it's... you. The the Benoit episode that we covered on a right turnbuckle, it's like this was my closure. I'm done for me for Owen. I get it. Like I I don't have to bring it up anymore. I don't have to ask. I don't have to wonder. I can go to I can go to my ashes knowing that Owen Hart won't be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm fine with that because that's it's, you know. Uh, and I was thinking about that Hall of Fame angle on all this and. What makes this really difficult is that the WWE's Hall of Fame is so ill-defined, right? And the one thing that it really is, is publicity for WWE. So they could use the likeness of the Hall of Famers to say, hey, look at these greats. Look at, look at our pantheon of immortals, right? Uh, or fucking publicity stunts just like, hey, remember Drew Carey? Remember Donald Trump? You know? Or the Warrior Award. Yeah, or the Warrior Award. So it's it's so ill-defined. Like, Coco Beware. Coco Beware wasn't the most over guy. He wasn't the best technical wrestler. But he, the bird! He, I mean, he had the bird, but even then, he wasn't all that over. Oh, I need to lower the volume on this thing. So, <laughs> like, like, why is Coco Beware in the Hall of Fame? I mean, was he a good guy? Was he, a, you know, great backstage? I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he was shit. I'm just saying, like, the WWE Hall of Fame is just so weird that the one thing that you can define it is the one thing that Martha and her son wouldn't want WWE to be glorifying his name as just a wrestler when they see him as so much more and he's done so much more and they're trying to create a different legacy other than, oh, he's the guy who fell from the ceiling. Yeah. You know, who was dressed in a stupid ass gimmick, you know, at the time, Mm -hmm. you know, so I I get it. They want to control that narrative. And and it would I think it would be different if this was a more (laughs) this this is going to be a lot to ask a more respected Hall of Fame. I know that probably like incites people. That's what the, what the fuck pro you wrestling mean? hall of fame is for. What, what? Waterloo, Iowa. That one. Well, even then, who really fucking recognizes it? You know. Yeah. You know. But but like, I know that there's gonna be a lot of people pissed off. It's the hall of fame. Of course, people respect it. No, no, you know, you fucking marks. I've been to hall of fames where the, the wrestlers down bottom are trying to treat this with respect. The fans. Uh, they're booing, they're chanting, they're you know, getting all fucking crazy. And like, okay, well, that's just the actual show. No, even even now, it's like the Hall of Fame isn't about who was the best at this, the best at that. It's just publicity. And, and The WWE Hall of Fame could be equated to the Oscars. Okay. Close-minded group of, lack of a better term, snobs. That want to pick who they like and what they don't like. Experts. We're looking for a people's choice version mm. of the WWE, where it's it's not just a certain a bunch of a certain group of people that think that they're that they're at an elite level for whatever they've done that they're better than everyone else. They're not in the consensus. You know, for example, La La Land. I've never seen that movie. This guy Ryan Gosling dancing around a whole bunch of shit. And it looks it's old Hollywood. You know, it won a, an award. Congratulations. 
but how many billions was made in Avengers? How many black people represented during Black Panther? <laughs> you know, that's it's that like yeah. the, like the com like a common decision rather than like a political kind of I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I've, I've I haven't really. I've never really had the haven't had the the mentality of the WWE Hall of Fame is the be all end all, you know. Especially like documentaries with um, Vern Gagne getting inducted into WWE Hall of Fame, and he never once stepped in a WWE ring. Right? You know? Yeah. So, Again, it, the WWE Hall of Fame is really funky. Yeah, that's, that's another you know, point. No, no disrespect to Gagne, he's right. done, he's done a lot, trained a lot of motherfuckers, had a great relationship with Vince's old man. Yeah, but. In that, like, how does that translate over, you know? So, yeah. when it starts becoming that kind of too many strings, like, it, it kind of devalues it to me as far mm -hmm. as, like, a meaningful, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just a stage that they have that they can use to push their propaganda and make, them, make their shit Make better. more money. Yeah, make more money. Yeah. <laughs> I talk all about, all about that and making money in WWE, and we just kind of, like, poo-pooed their Hall of Fame a little bit. Which we went to. Yeah. I went to once. I think you went to twice. I, I went to the one before WrestleMania 25. That's 24. 25. You didn't go to 24 with Ric Flair? Oh, I did. You're right. I did. I've been to two. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and you Elephant memory here. You derailed me, and now I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> they make more money. Uh, that we no, poo pooed on the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, we poo pooed on the Hall of Fame and, and WWE making money and not and, and just today I signed up for a Robin Hood account and I bought WWE stock. <laughs> no, here I am devaluing the company on our fucking podcast. <laughs> I am an idiot. No, WWE is great. No, you're an idiot. We should have bought stock before WWE went to Fox. Because oh, yeah. before, WWE stock yep. was like $24.50 a share. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the week after the broke, the news broke that WWE had signed a deal with Fox, it went up to $102.16 a share. So you would have been, uh, had that here comes the money theme playing. <laughs> walking away, walking yeah, around hold on. That, let me tell you where they at right now. <laughs> 17 and change? No, it's more than that, I think. Let me see how they ended the day. Did I lose money? Did WWE lose me money? Everybody's losing money if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> don't look at your 401k plans right now. Don't do that. No. Don't. Don't <laughs> fucking do that. Oh, man. Yeah, I did a couple weeks ago. Whew. All right. Let's see here. Stonks. Uh, 34.25. 34.25. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's my, my, my other one that I invested in. Uh, 44.77 is where they're at today. As a banker, I'm going to divulge some Houston Wrestling Radio top tips. Mm -hmm. The first one being... I've lost 10 cents. <laughs> invest in marijuana. Yeah. Invest in marijuana because that, right now, a lot there's there's been calculations done that uh, I think half of the states can recoup whatever money that they've... Revenue that they've lost from this current pandemic if they legalize marijuana. And Texas is one of these states that hasn't done it yet. And with our um, open fields and our open land and more importantly, our humidity... We could probably grow the best bud <laughs> in the entire country. So g get in on that now, because once it get once we eventually before 
definitely before this decade's over, marijuana is going to be legal everywhere. Yeah. So you want to get it on the ground floor so that you get get to the penthouse pretty quick. I, I saw, I don't know if this was fake news, but I saw an article saying that Oklahoma is not only going to make it legal for recreational buying, but also make it legal for citizens of other states to go and buy in their in their state. Yeah. Well, it has to be one with the other. I mean, because I've gone to Colorado and I've gone to California and it has stopped me both. <laughs> they ID you before you walk in and start shopping anyway, so it doesn't really matter. All right. So let's get back on track. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that how bad this was already, our field trip? <laughs> Did you get something to pick me up? Yeah. Because we're about to go a little lower. We're going to go low. Lower. Get low. But we'll transition through the Hall of Fame territorial pissing we just did because right. there's, even a pit- there's a petition out right now. Hi, Arnold. There's a petition out right now for a certain former WWE talent to be offered the Warrior Award. And that would be... Shad Gaspar. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Break it. I, I really don't want this talk about Shad to just be on the angle of Hall of Fame oh, worthiness. No. Go for it. And... Um, but, you know how I said I was thinking about the Hall of Fame earlier? It, it wasn't Owen Hart's uh, Dark Side of the Ring that sparked that. It was Shad. Um, and, again, the WWE Hall of Fame is very ill-defined. Very ill-defined. If Shad did not go the way he did, if this was two weeks ago, and I said, hey, you think Shad Gaspar by himself should be in the WWE Hall of Fame? What would your answer be? Hell no. No. My answer would be no, too. Um, what about as crime time? No. No. Um, what about a warrior award? Asterisk. Parentheses. The WWE Hall of Fame is ill-defined. Because you want to talk about a guy that was already selfless. Stop the start the non robbery. Stop the robbery. He did. You know there is impotence. If the history reflected it, that you could you could award him something or create an award for him. You know mm-hmm. that's the other part that we'll get to that in a second. But ninety nine percent out of a hundred, no shot in hell that the that Shad and Hall of Fame WWE Hall of Fame would even be in my radar in the same sentence. Yeah. Um, and the Warrior Award, there's WWE's uh, definition of the Warrior Award, who, the type of folks that they give it out to. Then there's the Ultimate Warrior's vision of what it was supposed to be. And I think this... And then, I think this, the uh, third part is what people's perception of the Ultimate Warrior himself was before yeah. he found the, the the straight and narrow yeah, and and ultimately passed away and this is even different from that Ooh. you know yeah. uh, um so i i don't know if there might need to be something else you know there might need to be a gary payton award right that, that's what it is the one that jj watt won is yeah. it the gary payton award mm. no it's not gary payton no it's not gary payton because that's that's basketball not football what the hell is that the award? charitable guy yeah, Walter something. Walter Johnson. No, the Barry Sanders Award. Fuck, I don't. Somebody. Arnold, you know the foosball. Arnold. You know about the foosball. The yeah, but there's like 
an award that's given know, to you. I got Gary Payton from Gary, football. Gary Payton. God damn. <laughs> have you watched the ESPN documentary? It's like a glove. No, I have not. No, I have not. So the reason we're talking about this man is because on Sunday, last Sunday, he went swimming in Venice Beach in, on, on California with his Walter son, Payton. Walter Payton. Walter, Walter Payton Award. Yeah. Maybe was, WWE needs need something like that Walter Payton Award where it's an award for outstanding achievement of being a good person you know yeah cause I could see how yeah let's do let's honor Chad mm-hmm. with, with this kind of thing Warrior Award Hall of Fame eh, I don't think so so again why he should be honored why? why on Sunday he was out on the beach in Venice California on the outskirts of LA and he was out in the beach he's out in the water with his son where some riptides and some currents came in started pulling people away those two weren't the only two in that in that situation right um lifeguards went to uh, rescue them both and the lifeguards had a decision to make whether to save shad or shad's son and shad made the decision for them he told them save my son first yeah and they wound up being able to rescue him uh unharmed um Apparently, his son used his dad to push off yeah. to reach the lifeguards for them to get him. And in essence, Shad got swept away from the undertow. And um, less than three days later, Wednesday morning, uh, his body washed up ashore. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Talking about the, about the whole... This is where this it is, comes around full yeah, circle. That's yeah. where it comes around full circle. So... There's pretty much one degree of separation here for for me and kind of for you um, to, to chat, right? Um, because it's no secret, you know, I live with Porsche and she was um, right hand to Charmel, Booker T's BWA. Old school. Yeah. And Shad spent a lot of time at Booker P's PWA. Not as, like, a, 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 you know, like, he would wrestle. He wasn't training. But from what I understand, what Porsche said, and it's a very touchy subject for her. She's been very, very distraught about all this. Um, but she said that, yeah, when he was, or when she was an intern. Yeah, this was before she became mm-hmm. yeah. the right hand of, of Charmel. She was an intern. He would help out all the interns to you know get acclimated and learn the business and this and that. So um, there is a, a high respect level in the local Houston wrestling scene, even though it's behind closed doors, backstage. He wrestled a couple of times on PWA he, house shows as Beast. So people yeah. that that back in the day that went to those old PWA shows at the Pasadena, even uh, ROW, he wrestled a couple of times. Yeah, you know he was always seen. Sometimes he'd be off in the corner. Like, nice guy. Oh, there goes yeah, there's 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 Shad. You know, um, we so, were already used to it, so we didn't we didn't bum rush him. Yeah, for like for, for I I never I talked to him. To be honest, I never did, but you know, Porsche did, and um, everybody, Kofi. Uh, Booker, Charmel, um, uh, MVP. Everybody is saying how much of a great guy he is. And, you know, even some of the local talent, local wrestlers and people that were involved that aren't like these big shot names with thousands of Twitter followers say the same thing, you know. Um, so he was he was one of the good ones, you know. And it's, it sucks that he went the way he did. So, yeah, it's uh, that's, that's sad. That's caused a little bit of, of sadness in this house. 
or my house. I'm at your place right now. But, um, you know, I, I think it's hitting us harder than it would your average wrestling fan. Your average wrestling fan who, oh, the dude from Crime Time? Uh, you know, they probably don't care. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he wasn't a good man. He was a good man. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> for certain reasons, I can't, I really, for, for once, I don't want to choose to get onto here live. Uh, it's been a rough week for me personally also. Yeah. And it kind of identifies one of the reasons why I make some of the decisions that I make in life. Because I don't think I could be that selfless. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's tough. Fuck, man. Um, but the body was found, so they're going to have... They, the family has at least that little... That decimal of closure so that they can actually have a funeral for him. Did you see... I'm kind of asking you this because I don't know if it was fake news or not. Um, did you see that after the Coast Guard called off the search that Chris Masters took it upon himself to round up some other friends I and do a search himself? I didn't, I didn't know about that. I, 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 saw, about that. I, I only saw it in one source, so I, I didn't really like give it much credence. To, you know. But I figured I'd ask if, if you heard that. It wouldn't be far fetched. I mean, yeah. it, it, these. It's funny that we're starting with these two people because the one link as wrestling fans between Owen and Chad is that no one's ever had a cross thing to say about either one of these guys. So yeah. you yeah. would think for somebody that's that beloved, I don't. I'm not going to wait for other people to to look for him if they're going to quit. Freaking, I'm going to start. Yeah. You no, know, I mean. It wouldn't. It wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt it for a minute if that was actually true. Okay. Um, I just didn't know if you heard it, but okay. So is he in or out? What do you think? You of think the you, Hall of Fame? You think you, you, Mark Henry's already talking about it online? There's already the petition. Would you Would you feel comfortable putting him in the Hall of Fame as a Warrior recipient or as any other in any other fashion? The last couple of years, I'm not. I think last year they started for uh, for whatever reason they started adding like posthumous people. Like there's like those like little video clips in between some of the the Hall of Fame uh, inductees, and they would have posthumous people that they just inducted without really having much of a fanfare. Other than if you're yeah. watching, you'll see that these people are now like kind of like in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, man, I'm so torn on this because one one side of me wants to look at it objectively and bring objective credence to the hall of fame and try to define that ill-defined thing known as the hall of fame and, and, and looking at it that way i want to say no he did not have a hall of fame career but the compassionate side of me wants to say hey you know WWE needs to recognize this guy somehow you know i'm not sure if it's uh, and, and maybe make an award you know like something different and i think uh, arnold made a suggestion uh, a courage award named after connor the crusher um it's funny he mentions that because instead of the Warrior Award, I would have gone with the Connor the Crusher Award, and that and that could have and that could have right. been it. Like I'm like I'm thinking, not that it's been around for that long and it's not really like a Hall of Fame type thing, but the um, the Jimmy V Award that they give out on the ESPYS. What's that for ESPN? ESPN's uh, annual award yeah. ceremony. What's the Jimmy they, V Award? It's uh, courage and valor. Oh. you know things like that. Okay. Um, to actually give it to him because there's been a there, there's been a lot more coverage of pro wrestling through him in these last couple of days 
that otherwise wouldn't have been unless you're talking politics. I wonder if that's why my WWE stock went down. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I don't know. It just went down the last couple of days. I don't know what's up with it. Um, but damn, dude, it sucks. It does suck. We yeah, we're at that age where we're gonna start losing a lot of people. Even though he's he's a year older than I am, dude. He's thirty nine. Yeah. And he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get out of this funk. Okay. The man becomes the mom. All right. Cool. Um, Becky Lynch is pregnant. Thanks, Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, cool. I'm not, like, upset. And I'm not, like, sad. I mean, good for her. I'm not ecstatic. Oh, my God. Yay. I'm so happy. I'm not going to dance around like Asuka and break kayfabe and turn to a baby face for, you know, 10 minutes. Um, I, okay, she's having a baby. All right, cool. You know? Like, yay. Good good for her. But I'm not, like, bouncing off the walls about it. <laughs> Did you actually think it any deeper than that? Or you just thought that for what it was and... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I did think. Um, WWE is going to spin this into a storyline of who the baby daddy and try to pretend like it's not Seth. Um, that's kind of what I thought they were going later that night. Seth came out all stone faced, like oh my god, and like the you know Becky was crying at first. Oh, because for the championship, no, because the drama, and you know, Seth was like he just despondent because like his girlfriend's pregnant with some other dude you know and that's how they were going to do the storyline he's looking know? at his calendars going like i wasn't with you these weeks yeah wait it's like we were social distancing what the <laughs> hell happened you know i i thought that's the, where they were going to go now that was two mondays ago and i did not watch last monday so i don't know you know if they're continuing with that or if if that was just something weird i was picking up on but i i wondered if they were going to do that and if they did that is that really is that in good taste that's really in bad taste right i mean just just say hey you're pregnant and then move on that's it right or <laughs> or we're gonna have the second coming of the truman show <laughs> and this baby live on television oh lord and no watch it, watch it grow before our eyes no. every monday wednesday no. friday no. and one sunday every two months no no <laughs> so i <laughs> there's two extremes in wrestling there's always extremes um, so I'm going to go both ways here. On the positive end, I will start by saying, other than what you already said. Yeah. So far, that might be my promo of the year. What? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm very shocked at that, but I still can't think of a better promo in a, this year. In an environment where... WWE gets the most shit for it being too scripted, too forwarding, too foreshadowing in a climate of pro wrestling where, like tonight, later on tonight, we're going to be praising a company that lets people do what they want to do rather than being told what they have to do. Becky's promo felt the most genuine I've seen some from something in WWE in years. Okay. It, it 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 was like the Daniel Bryan fake retirement when the chills get up my arms, and part of that was probably because either Oscar faked it very well, or the fact was nobody told Oscar at all what was happening. Mm. 
because she came across like, what the fuck is going on here? The briefcase opened, the title's in there. And Asuka's like running around like a heel, doing her heel dance. Da, 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 da. And she goes back in the ring. And then Becky's like, tells her, congratulations, be a warrior. I'm going to be a mom. And then Asuka went from like, da, 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 Asuka to <laughs> yeah. like the anime waterfalls, yeah. Asuka. Yeah. And, the, and a heel like chanting for Becky in the yeah. ring. Like it, all of that felt so real. Yeah. And a hundred percent of it, whether Asuka knew or not, is because it is real. She's pregnant. We we knew as much as we didn't like it, the storyline of Becky and Seth being paired together on screen yeah. every week to our to our. Which I screen. never had a problem with. In fact, I wish that they would have really went full bore with it and fucking yeah. power couple. They never mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would have. But, but we knew that we it, we had enough knowledge to know that this was real. Yeah, you know, and the fact that she's gone. Yeah. So, on the positive side, on the extremely positive side, that's I, right now. That's my promo of the year. Okay. On the negative side. Oh shit! Because I listen to a lot of people talk a lot of shit on podcasts, on sports podcasts. Uh huh. Or sports entertainment podcasts. Sports entertainment podcasts. Okay. I can underst- I don't necessarily agree, but I understand why women's wrestling will never be as popular as men's wrestling. What? <laughs> and I'm gonna what? I'm gonna couple I'm gonna <laughs> couple that by saying that now I have so much more respect for Ronda Rousey than I did last year. Because Ronda Rousey made it very clear, hey Vince. I know my contract's up at the WrestleMania. You want me for another year, but you know what? My new husband and I, we want to start a family. want to let you know up front. You know, who do you need me to put over? I'll do whatever you want me to do. And then after that, I'm out. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. We'll figure out where we go. You know, there's protection, right? (laughs) You know, you, you can strike while the iron's hot. And stay relevant, stay on top. You're the first woman to red main event WrestleMania, win both titles, and right when you're up here, yeah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm well, go. that's the thing. We don't know how purposeful this was. This could have been an accident. I know there's protection, but this could have been an accident. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the rave the. Roe versus Wade documentation of the law, where in WWE is its own separate universe. From everything else to where you need to know what you're doing in the position that you're in. You know, Karma was another example of somebody. Holy shit. Awesome Kong's in WWE. We're going to get we're going to get a fucking run with Awesome Kong. They're building this woman. Holy crap. She's going to start fighting at pay-per-views. She got pregnant. Yeah. But dude, it's not any different than a torn ACL. You know, like... You can't prevent a torn ACL. You can't prevent Austin breaking his fucking neck on pay-per-view. Yes, you can. You can put a condom on it. All of wrestling is preventing injury when you're trying to make it look like you're injuring somebody. It's the same with fucking boning and getting pregnant. You're trying to prevent getting pregnant, but sometimes, you know, it ain't ballet. Vince, the the father, the husband, the grandfather is is probably excited for Becky. Vince, the businessman that's looking at those $46 stocks that you're owning <laughs> is pissed the fuck off that his top woman is gone for a year. Yeah. Assuming. That could have been with a fucking rotator cuff. It, just the same. 
stuff's gonna happen to your performers. I don't know if I. Nah, I don't. I, that's a bridge too far. I, I'm not gonna cross that bridge. I disagree. You dis okay? I disagree. You can disagree if you want. I'm just it just. Damn, dude. Now, if as we, a, no, if, I'm not, if and I'm we, not talking personally, okay. I'm just talking dollars and cents on the yeah. business. If I'm wearing yeah. a suit and a tie, if if I'm if I'm telling you for the next two and a half years you're going to be my top woman, yeah. take care of yourself, and something don't get pregnant, and something okay. happens to you where you're gone for at least a year, possibly the way she sounded was like she's not coming back. Because Steve Austin had a broken fucking neck. He came back every week on Raw cutting promos. Stunning Sergeant Slaughter. Stunning Jim, Jim Ross. Stunning Vince McMahon. There's also so, a pandemic so, right now. That too. Like, if you like, have a, a neck injury, you, a you can still do promos. You have a pandemic, but you're taping four episodes a night. Right. So, but still, like, you're pregnant and it's a pandemic? Uh, okay, I'm a chill. I'm not going to come back for promos. I, I, I get it. I get it. She can't. She can't catch COVID while she's with child. <laughs> That's risking two lives, not just hers. But you get Seth, right? Two and a half if you count Seth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We went here. We went here. Yeah. How about we go over here? Okay. You know what? I need a charger for my phone because this thing's about to die. You had your luck. You had your time. I'm gonna look in here. Jesus! Just talk. We're live. I know. All right, so we've been sad. We've been happy-ish. Now we're going to get angry. We're going to get real fucking angry. Patron struck again, Abel. I know. Explain your boy. My boy? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't have my charger with me. So you're boned. You're boned diddly. Yes, I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah, so this thing's about to die. Yeah, that's all right. Arnold's yeah. in there. Yeah. Arnold, you live. Yeah, cover us. <laughs> is my phone dead? I, I say you, he dead. Um, Boy, what we could start doing is you can sit over here in the chat's right there. I mean, do you want to switch? <laughs> nah. Okay. <laughs> I say you, he dead. Okay, so Alberto El Patron El Pendejo um, <laughs> did some dumbass shit where he sexually assaulted a girlfriend of yeah. his. Uh, sexually assaulted a girlfriend, threatened her son uh, by saying that he was going to leave the son out in the middle of the road. Now, I need a little bit more context for that. Like, do we mean, like, a newborn baby and I'm going to throw him out the window? Or do we do we mean euphemism, I'm going to leave him on the side of the road, like an 18-year-old, 17-year-old kid who's like, oh, you know what, you're going to... You know, I'm going to leave you on the side of the road so you can fend for yourself. Like, like, or are we talking about mystery style uh, where you find yeah. them weeks later? Are we talking you about pose. like, you know what? You need to toughen up, get out of the house. I'm kicking you out. Or do we mean I want you to get hit by a truck? Like, Here, what's, here's what he means. Both are terrible, by no, the way. <laughs> here, here's what he means. You don't ever, ever threaten a oh, woman's there. kids. Yeah, you don't want to do that ever. Even if they're your kids, yeah. you don't ever threaten your wife or your girl, your baby mama's kids ever. That's it. Yeah, Dunzo, and she reported him, and now he's in behind bars. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> poor Paige. So she, I, what the fuck, Paige? She's already no, because she's yeah, gone. Yeah, but that's like, ancient history. But when, you're, when there's always he, when there's always he said she said. Yeah. 
having context after the fact makes you appreciate what one person said over the other. Okay. So I, I can kind of understand why Paige was going through the stuff she was going through at that time. Being with somebody as toxic or as threatening as a pendejo, Patron. <laughs> you know? There's no... There, there, um, there's no need for that kind of, like, treatment of a woman. Yeah. Ugh. So he gone. <laughs> for a while. I mean, you know how... I mean, he can come out, you know... And then go to Mexico. Months, go to Mexico. I, Never I come back. Know. I mean, you think he go... Uh, you get extradited from Mexico. You think he go... He go don't ask me how again? I know. Um... Knowing, the, knowing how fucked up the world is, I bet he'll be wrestling in like three years. He gonna be a Triple A champ there, again. Oh, wow. He gonna be mega, uh, mega campeon. Oh, I don't know about Triple A, but there will always be a promotion desperate enough to get attention that they will sign somebody that has no right to be anywhere, to have any kind of celebrity. New Jack is still fighting, right? <laughs> Whew! That's a callback. Go back to Dark or Turnbuckle Theater and get soak up some is of he, that. Is New New Jack still getting bookings? I don't. I have no idea. Oh. I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> he's still. He's surprised he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. We're right. done. We're done. Yeah, trip's over. I mean, there's only so much you could talk shit about somebody who abuses women. He's an asshole. Don't Pen drop there. the soap. No, uh, drop the soap. Oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. it, drop the Do soap. It. Yeah, yeah, and the loofah too. Um, right. One word for money in the bank. Crazy. <laughs> um, you? Yeah, in Otis' voice. <laughs> That was your best Otis impersonation? Thumbs up or thumbs down? On what? Asuka winning the briefcase. Bing! Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down on Asuka being handed the title? Bing! Thumbs, thumbs down. down. Your thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down. Um, there's, enough, there's enough women to do some kind of quick tournament. You're looking for, you're looking for stuff to fill TV time. You could have had a nice little six per, uh, eight person women's tournament there. Um, finals yeah. would have. I wouldn't have even had Oscar in the tournament. I would have just had some poor soul go through fucking hell in the tournament to win the title, just to have Oscar cash in right after <laughs> and, and keep Oscar heel. That's what you should have done. I'm not I, as much as I love Oscar. I spent 15 minutes watching her put together a Street Fighter cabinet arcade table. Like I, I love her. Yeah, you know. I'm not sure if I'm ready to see a face Asuka. You know, the, the heel stuff was working. The heel stuff was entertaining. I'm not sure if you can have that same, have Asuka do the same thing she yeah. was doing as a heel, but translate as a face because she's directing those actions to heelish people. Right. And it's not really help. And it's not really helping that I've got this per- perspective of Nia Jax being like the female Big Show or the female Kane to where you book them, put them in a feud against somebody and that feud just... Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not sure if, if I'm ready to if I if I'm happy seeing Oscar going where she's going right now, right now as the as the face heavyweight champion of Raw. <coughs> I think what you're complaining more about is the fact that she has a face turn, yeah. and not the fact that she won the title oh, unknowingly. 
that too. I, I love that because it's something different with the money in the bank. It's it's a special situation that warranted a, a special outcome, right? Um, so I, I, I dig that it's different. I dig that, hey, you didn't know, but you actually won the title. So went, oh, fuck. Okay. I think that was cool. Um, so yeah, I, I liked it cause it was different. Um, I also kind of fucking Nostradamus did too, uh, <laughs> because there was rumors earlier in the day that Monday that, Oh, Becky is gonna, you know, announce that she's pregnant. And in our, in our chat, our little chat with Travis and Scott, I said, well, what are you going to do with the money in the bank? And I just said, fucking give it to Oscar. Just give the title to Oscar. I said that. got a couple <laughs> of ha ha's, but that's it. And then what happens five, hour, five <laughs> hours later? Hot dog, I won. I predicted that shit. Congratulations. Here's a big box of nothing. Aw. <laughs> At least I tried. <laughs> All right, since you like different. Yeah. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the possibility of Otis cashing in the Money in the Bank briefcase on the tag titles. What? <laughs> was, was this on Monday? Because I, I don't know about this. There, so... This Money in the Bank was already taped. Right. And Otis had an interview on some wrestling podcast uh, a week before Money in the Bank after the match had already been taped. And they asked Otis, who would you cash it in on if you had won the briefcase? And Otis made it clear that he would cash in for the tag titles because he's still a tag team wrestler. He's not forgetting Tucker. I love that. What? I fucking love it. Oh my god, I love it. Tag team wrestling in WWE for years has been considered second class. It still is. Yeah, but <laughs> the two two reasons why I love this is because one, that just fits Otis's character so much. He doesn't want to forget about Tucky. Tucky! He's a tag team wrestler and he's not like, you know, we're going to win the titles. And two... That's putting emphasis on the tag team titles itself. You win the money in the bank and you want to cash in on the tag belt. Some people are going to say you're stupid. But you're then stupid. some people are going to be like, well, shit, man. I guess the tag team titles are really worth something. So fuck yeah. Yes, put some value on the tag titles. Do it. Yes, I like it. Yes. Since we're going to keep going crazy. Thumbs up or thumbs down that Otis gives his contract to Mandy so she uses it on a women's title. Is that possible? Oscar just got a belt in the fucking briefcase. At this point, we can we can come up with whatever the fuck we want. I, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Depends. Um, is he giving it to her out of the kindness of his own heart, and she cashes in, and it works, and happily ever after, or is? She manipulating him, and then she takes it, then she cashes in. And she goes, it's off. He'll turn, now she's back with Sonya, and it was the long con. If that happens, oh, fuck that. Oh, that's bullshit. You know? <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay, then. Would you have him cash in on Braun or on Drew right now? Neither. How neither, do you see Otis' story playing out? Then? Okay, if it's not, I don't have either. If it's not for tag team, and if it's not for uh, Mandy, Mandy um, and we assume it's either Raw or SmackDown big title, um, I would say let him bake. Put that shit in the oven. 
nine months from now, ten months from now, I don't know who the fuck is champ. Whoever it is, is Tucky ready? He either cashes in and he gets it because he's ready, or he cashes in and you know what? He didn't really win because he wasn't ready. And it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Cena, uh, bad news. No, no, it was Cena and Sandow, right? Mm-hmm. And was there somebody else that, that didn't win when they used money in the bank? No, Sandow used it and failed. Failed. Corbin Cena failed. Corbin used it and failed. And Cor- Cena used it and failed. Yeah, Cena used it and failed. Against, so against Cena, Punk. Corbin, and Sandow. And Sandow. And Otis. Why not? If he's not ready, because I don't know if he'll be ready in oh, 10 months from now. I don't, I don't think this is about him being ready. Because he's over. It's about him being over. He's Thank over. You very much. He's over right now. Can he be how more is, over as a singles competitor? Yes, and I'm about to tell you how. And out with it. Last last episode on Facebook Live, which is probably why you're not going to find it on YouTube, uh, I talked about how it was too soon to us to get Bray versus Braun because you could have had Bray versus... Uh, um, Rowan and then Eric uh, Bray versus Harper and build up to that, build the story right. to go to to go to Strowman. Other than the so, fact that they're not in the company, exactly. Yeah. So you just hit the nail on the head. Otis is over as a single star. Why? Because Tucky hasn't been around and he had a good storyline. But who is he with now? Mandy. Exactly. Okay. So how do you? You said can he get more over? I'm gonna tell you exactly how. How? SummerSlam in front of people. That's the caveat. Braun Strowman. Because you want the audience interaction. The audience is cheering this on. The audience yeah. wants to see more of Otis, pretty boy Otis, and Mandy Rose being a couple, and Otis being the gentleman doing everything he can for Mandy. But now we're going to see Otis as the protector. Because Braun is going to lose the title to the Fiend. And we're going to get fucking horror movie Fiend not waiting for Otis to cash in on Fiend. But Fiend. terrorizing Mandy? Terrorizing Mandy! Whoa! And that's how we get no contract cash in, but we do get the Fiend against Otis. And you get Mr. Rogers Wyatt like getting into Otis's head while the Fiend is but terrorizing Mandy. But he's too Mandy. stupid to get into exactly. his head. itself that stuff you already have a, a, an out there villain that is getting non that's getting casuals attention you're getting a character a couple character that's like enveloping casual casual yeah. awareness you put those on a collision course bro <laughs> he's too stupid to get fucked with by brain but he's not he's not too manly to get scared of the fiend and he is also very protective of his of his woman. Oh, I like it. I like where you're going yeah. with this. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Or just in yeah. time for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can see him being like scared-ish, but still like, I gotta do it for Mandy. Recording right now. I tilt the mic sideways. Jesus, just mic drop. Yeah. Okay. Fuck me, man. Anything else from Money in the Bank in particular that got your interest or lost your interest? 
There was a match that was good, but I don't remember what it was. Well, hold on. We need to actually talk about the Money in the Bank matches I'm themselves. Gonna, I'm going to make it very simple. Okay. So accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three-fourths of that match was dumb. <laughs> we, we, we've built up our expectations. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. Boneyard match. Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. But still, oh, so now we're getting a pre-tape fucking Money in the Bank match in the building? Yeah. This is going to be good. Why is Heyman eating all you can eat by himself? Yeah. Why didn't everybody just run for the elevators? Uh, why is Baron Corbin intent on killing somebody? Even in the gym. He threw that fucking 25-pounder on the wall. What I loved about that is that when it hit the mirror, he was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> That's seven years bad luck. Well, yeah. Vince. Yeah. The premise of having the money in the bank eight stories up of a building with no netting, <laughs> that's a fucking sight. Yeah. So once the wrestlers got to the ring, my anticipation went from the dead to like almost 10 because that's what I wanted. I think okay. they teased us too much with all the crazy shit that could have happened that it's it at certain times it stopped being a wrestling match. And that's what you don't want. What the Firefly Funhouse and the Boneyard match and to a certain extent Chapa Gargano the final heartbeat at its core was still a wrestling match from start to finish. Chapa Gargano, yes. So when you're so when you're looking at the money in the bank and then running around the gym and running up the stairs and the camera of Asuka dancing and then all of them meeting face to face where all the food was and somebody has to do the insert insert stupid thing here and Naya and Ode like it's it it it, it passed ridiculousness to me. See, and I felt like they were trying too hard to be ridiculous and trying too hard to be comedy and camp. And they forced it. And they didn't think stuff through and they weren't clever about it. And I think that is the difference between the Boneyard match and this and the AEW match that happened that same week. The the, the tag team match with... Um, uh, the, the sex, sex gods. gods versus Kenny and Matt Hardy. That was there. There was a lot of clever shit that happened in there, even though some of it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This match was just ridiculous for the sake of ridiculous. For example, when AJ and Debray found themselves in Vince's office, and Vince got mad because they were in Vince's office, and Vince told them to go away. Huh? You're telling me, Vince, you didn't know that there was a match going on in your building and you didn't either, one, lock the door because you didn't want the wrestlers coming in or two, realized, hey, there's a chance wrestlers could come in. So why are you sitting there acting surprised and then shooing them away when you knew full well (laughs) they were going to be there? You know, the Heyman thing, I get it. It's a gag. But still, why is he there by himself at a fucking food buffet like that? They're just trying to say, oh, look at the fat guy. No, you could have actually had him in a catering area, not 
full-on buffet, but hey, I'm going to you know grab a sandwich or something. And he gets caught up. Be it more realistic and oh shit, doink popping up out of nowhere. That was camp. That was okay. If that Bruce was like, Richard. if that was it, the money in the bank conference room. What what did that do other than just make Dana look dumb? Not just and, make Dana look dumb. If you're telling me, all right, I have an opportunity to maybe get a title shot, or there's a briefcase with a whole bunch of fucking money in it. Yes, Fuck the belt. I'm going to get my nails did. Yeah, that could have been so the, that could have been another point there. And so they just made her look dumb. You're not supposed to grab that because like, that's the thing. Pick oh, up Naya, okay. she's drooling. Like what the? F- yeah, like all right, maybe she. You know, it's like you're going through the level and you're trying to get to the end, and there's a nice reward at the end. But halfway through, you found the super secret Easter egg that gives you a lot of extra goodies. Cool, let her grab that. Not be like, oh, I was dumb for picking this up. Like you're telling me. Dana Brooke is that dumb that for weeks of advertisement, they said you need to go to the roof and it looks like this. It's a solid white case. You need to climb a ladder outside. You're telling me that in a conference room where there's a clear case with money, she mistook that? She can't have it? And she can't have it? What? There's nothing, so wrong with, there's nothing wrong with side missions. There's a nice little level of Super Mario World that's hidden right in the very top yeah. left corner where you can get you can get mushrooms and leaves and a Yoshi before you start any level you want. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Dana. Oh, you know, I didn't get the money in the bag briefcase, but I'm fucking rich, bitch. Yes. Like, there's nothing yes. wrong with that. That would have been great. That would have been awesome if you saw that in Dana's mind. But in Dana's mind, the way they played that off... Is that, oh, she's dumb. She's grabbing the wrong thing. She's and dumb I, enough to slip on the floor and bump her head and she's out. Yeah. That was the other thing that pissed me off about it. Only half the girls made it to the fucking roof. Only half the girls made it to the fucking roof. Only half the girls made it to the fucking roof. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot that I could have loved, but there was a lot of the shit that just went, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I was expecting a Money in the Bank ladder match, and I got a lot less Money in the Bank and a lot more Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. And I wanted and Money you know, in the Bank. And I said this on our previous show, I really would want more the Marine 8. <laughs> Remember, I told yeah. you. You're looking for an action movie. I'm looking I'm, for I'm throwing them under the bag. Tell me a good action movie from WWE Studios. Still. And other but than Damned, you can't figure They one could out. have gone completely in that direction and they still didn't because they didn't have a cinematic camera. They had their full HD cameras yeah. where, as though they were recording the arena. That's not what I wanted. I wanted clips and cuts and this and that where. Somebody was going to team up. One of the guys is going to team up with one of the girls to kind of, you know, make their way through. I wanted there to be surprise obstacles that were in the actual building themselves, and that didn't happen. Well, it kind of did. There was one. AJ. When AJ saw the Undertaker's thing and he had PTSD, that was clever. That made sense. I liked it. But then when he opened the door and went into the room that had all the Undertaker purple glowy light. 
They could have really done something with that. And that's it. They didn't do anything with it. Is the Undertaker back? Does he have it out for AJ? He already killed him once. He wants to kill him again? Like, what? And no, that's Did it. Did AJ make fun of my kids? That's it. That's it. Like, oh, okay. What's was, the point of that? There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, moments that you could have really built something around, and they completely just like left it there. Like they didn't. He, just, yeah, you know where there was a missed opportunity for Money in the Bank. There was a missed opportunity on Monday. We had Rey Mysterio come out. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Bitch, do you know how many memes there were? How much everyone was saying R.I.P. Uh, Alistair Black, R.I.P. Rey Mysterio. They could have like went with it, but they fucking shrugged it off. They no sold it. You could have you could have done Al- something interesting with Alistair because Alistair he's that guy. And Ray fucking no sold it on Monday. Like it never happened. Oh, there was a secondary roof I landed on, which is only roof. four feet lower. You know, and okay. concrete's not that bad. Though I lost an eye. That Monday. Still, you could have still went with the, the secondary roof. You still could have went with that, but, like, you're still fucked up. <laughs> you know? And I had flashbacks of Big Show choke slamming Cena through a strobe light on a WWE pay-per-view and Cena coming back the next day without any cuts or scratches, no bandages, yeah. just fine, throwing the Big Show on another F5 and just calling it in the days. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean... We could have had so much come out of that, some some creative shit to come out of that, and they they did absolutely nothing with it. They took the thing that people were excited about, people were memeing, people were actually saying, "Holy shit!" The one thing out of that match, aside from the booking of the ending, but I'm talking about the action of the match, the one thing, and they just no sold it. They let it die the next fucking night. Pay attention to your audience. Pay attention to the Facebooks and the Facebook groups and what your people are saying. Capitalize on that shit, man. Strike when that iron's hot. Don't you have 100 million followers through all your social platforms that you don't know from all your social platforms where you're fucking up? And where your people, your fans are talking and what they're talking about? Dude. Speaking of memes. Yeah. Explain to me how Sami Zayn gets stripped of the Intercontinental title. Um, he decided that he wanted a social distance and he didn't want to come to work. And um, he is not Daniel Bryan. He's or more, Brock Lesnar. Or Brock Lesnar. So he's a little bit more expendable and they're going to make an example out of him. Well, yeah, you can stay home. But you know what? You're getting deep pushed <laughs> Again. Again. It just seems petty. It just feels petty. No. Petty mayonnaise. There is an upside, though. What's that? Have you seen that bracket from the tournament? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember enough of it to pick a final? No. There's a, well, there's a match that both guys have teased before. I've spoken, not on WWE television, but in... In interviews, they have both said that they want to wrestle each other, and the possibility is there. I will mark the fuck out for Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That'd be one cool. On one for the title. Yep. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now I remember. Match of the week candidate, possibly my pick. D. Bryan versus Gulak. 
from SmackDown. Yeah. Turned out to be Gulak's farewell. I know. What the <laughs> fuck? Why? <laughs> what did he do? Because he asked for a raise and they didn't give it to him. Because now that he's on the main roster, he's Man, not on 205 anymore. That's bullshit. You see, I knew, I knew when they were going to do this 205 thing, legit, on the freaking... That was going to be its own division on the brand. They're going to get shortchanged. This is WCW all over again. Gulak had the PowerPoint presentation. He had all steps. He had the no-fly zone. He had enough relevant shit on main on main television that if you actually watered that seed and gave it light, it would have grown to the next Daniel Bryan. But nope. And that's what they were trying to do. Him and Daniel Bryan were were becoming equals. You know? God damn, that could have been a badass team, and they put on a badass match. Nice ground match that I haven't seen in a while. That was that was art. That was art in the ring, what they were doing. I think what hurts my soul more on a homegrown level, not home not so much homegrown, but I've seen her wrestle a couple of times here in, in the great state of Texas. They let go Rachel Ellering. I saw that too, oh. yeah. Because she was bitching about WWE's response to COVID and the medical staff and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Again, seems kind of petty. I, I know that wasn't like the official reason, but it seems kind of petty. Like, and then CM Punk was like, so Rachel, you ever heard about, uh, tell me more about the, the medical staff at WWE. Yeah. You know? Did they give you a Z-Pack? Yeah. Uh, you ready to kick this pig, AEW? Okay. No one or nothing? Okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of this year's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, as far as the card goes? What's, what is there that's getting your attention? What do you want to see this Saturday? I want to see that, that casino ladder match. Woo! Go for it. Who's in it? Um, Darby, uh-huh. Orange, uh-huh. uh, Ray Phoenix, right? Uh-huh. Darby, Orange, Ray Phoenix, uh, MJF. Nope. No? Eh, that's strike one. Oh. Uh, a mystery opponent. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, You're suffering. I, Darby I, I, Allen, okay. Cole Cabana, Scorpio Cole. Sky, Frankie Kazarian, Kip Sabian. Luchasaurus. Yes. Phoenix, Cassidy, and a mystery guy. Who is your mystery pick? Fuck. I don't know, man. Um, I I hope it's not I, Zack Ryder. Pac. I hope it's... Oh, my God, if it's Pac. Woo! Pac's little promo that he did implied that he's still in Great Britain. And he's still stuck, but he also wants to fuck a bitch up. So he didn't specifically, explicitly say, I will not be in the States for Double or Nothing. He just said that he's had trouble issues. So maybe back. Oh, man. You know what? You went for one corner. I'm going to go for another corner of the Death Triangle. Okay. Settle. Miedo. I want Penta, man. I miss Penta. Penta. You know, I understand that WWE's ratings because you're losing Roman, you're losing Becky. There's other stars that you are current mainstays on there that you can't have because of the COVID situation. This is the first time we've seen Hangman in months. Yep. And we finally got him back. We'll get to him in a bit. But for me, AEW, I'm seriously lacking on my Penta fix, man. Yeah. I need some Penta. And um, 
And if he's in this match, fuck. Watching him and Phoenix go at it once they once those two are the only two on the top trying to get that coin, that poker yeah. chip, that's gonna be fucking good, man. Give me an anticipation. Nine. Ten? Ooh. Yep. Ten. Now who you got winning? Oh fuck. Well, okay, let me ask you this. What is it that you win if you win so, it? So <laughs> you win a world title shot. A shot. Whenever you want. It's not like a, a, a money in the bank. It's an actual shot. Yeah. It's an actual match. Okay. Um, it but might, it's whenever you so, win. Uh, you know what? They might need to verify that on television because last year, MJF, I'm not sorry, I'm sorry, Hangman won the Battle Royal in Vegas and he was in the main event of All Out. For the title against right. Jericho. Right. So it's possible that the winner might be able to cash in that poker chip that's going to be hanging above the ring. Now, is it going to be At, a poker chip? Like like the size of a poker chip? It has to be Or is it going to be like the Ultimate XX where it's like big and... It has you know, to be big. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, to I'm gonna err on the side of caution because of the history. And I would say that the winner gets a title shot at All Out. So if, if that's the case, let's assume that's the case, you're going to main event their version of WrestleMania. Darby. I agree. Darby has... They've Darby. Darby. He's been the one that's been flirting with the main event, flirting with getting the title. Hasn't... Both titles. He was in the tournament. Yeah. Hasn't... Has been this close. These types of matches... And I do that to myself for saying this. Uh, these types of matches, like Money in the Bank are typically to get those guys that are on the bubble to jump up out of the yeah. bubble. Yeah. You know, and, and Darby, Darby's right there on the bubble. So, yeah, I, I, I give it to him and let him jump up out of the bubble and, uh, yeah, get himself a shot. Uh, Devil's Advocate, Darby wrestled uh, Chris Jericho on, I think, the fifth or sixth episode of Dynamite, somewhere okay. in November. Yeah. For the title, he main evented that show. So he's already had a title shot. Okay. So if you're going to pick Darby... Um, what do you think the chances of Scorpio Sky, who's also wrestled he for had the title, a shot. and he's in, he's one of the another one of those youngins? I keep looking at this roster, man. SmackDown at its best when it had the SmackDown Six, Edge, yeah. Mysterio, Angle, and Guerrero, and all that, dude. If you want to build a foundation for the future, like the pillars of New Japan, like the yeah. future, you got Darby, you got Sammy, mm-hmm. you got um, MJF. And you got Jungle Boy. And then you have the mentor, Hangman. Yeah. Who can bridge the current high main event talent and the, the, the crop that's coming up. Yeah. Any of those four, I, I know those not all four are in, are in there, but I wouldn't mind making the case for, uh, for Scorpio to get another run with it. Because Scorpio, dude, he's another guy that's ready. Okay. I'll see your Scorpio and I'll raise you a Luchasaurus. Uh, Jungle Boy's gotten a shot. No. His match with Jericho wasn't for the title. It was just um, a, a competition. Can you last 10 minutes? That's right. And he did. And he did. So he did. He didn't lo- so Jericho didn't lose, but Jungle Boy won. Right. But Luchasaurus. It's a good Lu- gimmick. I mean, it's a good gimmick. He's over. And I'd say he's just as competent as Jungle Boy. So why not? I mean, out of uh, out of that trio, Marco stunts the one that I would say no to. 
Um, but even he has a purpose if you're... He, oh, he has monsters. a purpose. Yeah, he has he a purpose. Makes, he makes the big monsters look fucking... He does. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a great pinball. <laughs> he's a great pinball. But Luchasaurus... He's a huge bitch. I bet he could fuck somebody up. <laughs> and he, I think he's going to get his chance later on. I think um, yeah. not to delve too deep into this, stretching too much into the surface, but I'm expecting a hoss off between uh, Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm going to stick to my gun. I, I think my dark horse is actually my main pick, and that'd be Darby. Darby. I'd like to see that. Dar- Dar- yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see more of Darby. Okay. Yeah. Darby. MJF versus Jumbo Boy. Um, Give me a number. Eight? Um, I'm at an eight because I think both of them will have a pretty good match. So I, I, I'm giving them more than what I really want to give them. Um, what I really want to give them is like a five or a six. Because w- w- why is this match happening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, ROH, ROH yeah. Syndrome. Uh, this guy doesn't have a match. This guy doesn't have a match. Let's throw them together. I'm sure it'll be great. And yeah. MJF had a cool little promo, you know. He's had several from the Rats house. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> had a cool little promo. But I, I still don't know why these two are fighting. But, okay, great. I, I want to see it because it's going to be a badass match. But, yeah. This is the Rock Triple H from 97. What? Okay. To where both of these guys are here. And then once you put them together, they're going to take each other here, and then they're going to take each other here, then they're going to take each other here, and then before you know it, they're going to be up here fighting each other for the titles. Okay. For the main brand titles. Okay. That's why That's why on paper they put this together on this show because those two, MJF is the heel mm-hmm. that, you, that gets the heel reaction. Like, you laugh at him, but you still hate the guy because he's an asshole. Yeah. You don't, and it doesn't phase you that he's an asshole. And there's so much, like, not to steal a phrase, I feel like there's a lot of grit coming from Jungle Boy. A lot of, like, come from behind babyface heat. Underdoggedness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Marco's the underdog that you just, you, you don't expect him to live. <laughs> but, but Jungle Boy, you expect him to win. Yeah. You know, and, and he, as much as, it sounds funny that JR keeps fucking his name up on commentary. JR is actually doing what you're supposed to. You want the casuals to invest in yeah. this guy. How do casuals invest in this guy? Oh my god, that's Luke Perry's kid from Battle 2. I need to cheer him. That's how you do it. Yeah. You know, and you put a guy that you want to cheer for against a guy that you really want to see beaten on the side of the street. Yeah. From Del Rio, you know? That guy. You want that to, from NGF, so you put those two together, you're, you're going to get gold. That's yeah. a bunch of coal you're going to put together, you can, you can get diamonds out of it. So. Yeah. A number, I'm at a nine. Okay. The only hindrance is the same one you have. Other than two weeks of build, again, you got to cut them a little slack, just like we cut WWE slack yeah. as much as yeah. sometimes we don't want to because of the pandemic. It's only been like three weeks, two yeah. weeks. And... You can point those flaws out easier for AEW when you've only have four major pay-per-views a year. So True. when you only have four major pay-per-views a year, we should have had at least two months yeah. of these two going at it. We should have had we sh- technically we should have already had Wardlow versus Luchasaurus to build to this. Okay, good point. You know, so that you so that the iron's boiling when you're striking it yeah. instead of like 
you're working on it, but you're working yeah. on it because out of passion, out of a labor of love, because you know what you're gonna get out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we should have already had Wardlow, and, and we should have had Marco die like three weeks ago from NJF, and he, him should. still on the stick. You know, and then maybe a promo from Jungle Boy to show people he can actually cut a promo. You know, so he can build up the match from his end, not just yeah. be that guy that gets his ass beat every week, but at the time of the pay per view, oh, this is where he's gonna shine. You could put a baked potato, or you could put a potato in the oven for an hour and fifteen minutes to get a baked potato, or you could put a potato in the microwave for two minutes and still get a baked potato. It's better when you put it in the oven, but they just put it in the microwave, and maybe you won't notice because it's still a good baked potato when you eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put enough sour cream, put enough bacon bits on there, enough cheese. You won't know the difference. It's, it's, uh, I hate saying this because it's AEW and you're supposed to take records and rankings seriously. This is ending in a schmoz. I don't see MJF or mm. Jungle Boy taking the pinfall. I, like I called earlier, I think this is going to build in backwards order. Like you would think the two high stars in this is MJF and Jungle Boy, but I think they're low-key trying to bring Wardlow and Luchasaurus up to their level so that everyone in the group is even keel as far as why you should invest either hatred or love for them. And we're going to get the the standoff between the big Luchasaurus and the Wardlow. So you think full-on schmoz? Yeah. I I think MJF is going to win through cheating. There you go. Yeah. He's going to win through cheating. I don't think it's going to yeah. be a full-on schmoz and, you know, no contest. We, we don't know who the winner is. I think lie, cheat, steal in the way that you don't love yeah. will happen. Um, yeah. I thought Dustin Rose retired. Apparently he didn't. <laughs> Apparently all it took was a CNN parody the week of by Sean Spears. Who's still supposed to be looking for a tag partner, right? I guess. Seven. Again, this could have been at like a four if it wasn't for the fact that I like Sean Spears and I like, you know, Dustin and I think they're going to have a good match, but seven and... And uh, where's Tully? Or is it because he's old and you don't want him to die? Uh, COVID, I guess. I don't I don't know. Um, six. Okay. Um, six. Who do you got one in? Spears needs it. Spears. Yeah, Spears I agree. You know, you, Dusty could go back into retirement. He's fine. <laughs> This match might be up in the air, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Statlander against Dr. Britt Baker. What? Uh, D. M. D. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, she. She fucked she up her, her knee her last knee? night. Yeah. Yeah. The match. Uh, don't know how serious. It was a. Yeah, not how serious, but yes. Yeah. Um, okay, assuming that the match is going to happen and that, that uh, Britt Baker's okay, assuming that. Um, Seven. I like Britt. I really like Statlander. Mm. Uh, Please probe me. You can boop my nose anytime. Um, my nose is down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the human horn? <laughs> uh, the human horn is down close to the pocketbook. <laughs> you know the wang dang doodle? <laughs> You just ran with that. <laughs> Love me some Futurama. So, eight. Yeah. I'm at a nine. Okay. I think I needed one or two more weeks of these two against each other. Because Statlander. Oh, Statlander. Is this for a number one contender, by the way? No. I, this, it's just a no, match. This, this, this stems from the four-way. Yeah. Two weeks ago. 
and then the tag match last night. You're right. It's easy to fawn over Statlander like you just did, and since you already did it, I'm going to jump on the other side of the train. The last... There's there's already, there was always that thought of who's going to shine during this pandemic, the way things are going right now. Okay. On WWE, Drew is fucking murdering it. Okay. On, on um, AW, Britt's heel work... The segment good. like from the dentist office, from her office, and how yeah. she's braiding her employee. Dude, Brits Brits becoming the MVP right now, that women's division. As far as overall rounded yeah. character. Yeah. Now she might still need some ring time because she's had some 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 botches here and there. That tag match last night. Mm. Um but I wanna see these two go at it. I'm at a nine. Okay. Uh, the only thing that's keeping me, uh, again, like the Jungle Boy MJF, I think we should have had either space out what you gave us or give us a little bit more so yeah. that we're at that fever pitch. Because yeah. a lot of these matches, dude, on paper, you should get, you should be like, oh, fuck, we're getting this. Oh, fuck, we're getting this. Oh, fuck, we're getting this. But telling us the story, I don't feel like the telling of the story is reaching my anticipation for them as right. far as the build to it. You know? ROH would always get the wrestling right and never would get the storyline right. Mm-hmm. WWE, not last year notwithstanding, uh, would usually get the storylines right, but not the wrestling all the time. NXT kind of nails it. NXT every tends so to nail often. it. Yeah. AEW, ha- before the pandemic, had been nailing it. Yeah. But after the pandemic, they're not. So, I mean, can we forgive some of that? Yes, sure, of course, because we, we're all in this fucking COVID nightmare together. Um, but th- there's still room for improvement. What possibly will be the main event of the show? The Broken Elite. Matt and Nick Jackson. Kenny Omega. Matt Hardy. Hangman. Hangman. Against the Inner Circle. Jericho. Guevara. Uh, Santana Ortiz Hager and Hager in the football field yes oh yeah I would have been at a 10 but but I didn't need them going to the football field last night neither neither neither. so I'm at a 9 also you're not just gonna have a whole show at the football field why the fuck not you're gonna set up the ring. It's a test. I guess. It's a test. Okay. I. Okay. Also, still, I didn't need to see you there at the football field last night. The tease from a couple of weeks ago where they got there and they set inner circle on the back, that was enough. That was enough of a tease. You, you didn't. You, you teased me too much. Teased me too much. I didn't yeah. see it. I understand that you need to introduce Hangman coming back. Holy but shit. Brawling, hangman, <laughs> more brawling than the, the separation. Then you decide to separate each yeah, other. Like, oh, oh, and the okay. Elite's logos uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, painted on the field and the end zone. Yeah, that, I mean. How coincidentally? You know, I was like, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. could have saw that at yeah, the show. It. Yeah, you, you, you lifted up your skirt a little bit too much. So are you teasing me or are you let me hit it? Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm at a nine too. Um, again, the situation where a wrestling fan asks for too much, even though it's not, even though it's technically not my fault. Uh, 
I wanted blood and guts. Where's my blood and guts? Yeah, what happened? Where's my guts? war games match? What happened to that? They were supposed to have it in Newark in front of people, and that was the second week or third week that the whole pandemic thing started, and they put the kibosh and on. They it. said whenever we get a chance, they'll bring it back, and then it's wound up they, taking as long as it did. And now yeah, here. because you so could have done. Never, you could have done did it. Yeah, but they haven't explained what Steam, the Stampede Stadium dealy is, so it could just be. Everyone starts at different places of the football field, and the finish line is in the ring with the cage already set up in the middle of the field, and that's where everything happens. Like the kickoff for XFL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Money in the Bank, but you're going yeah. down instead of up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just want a blood and guts, man. Um, so I don't I, – and, and part of that is I still don't know what this is. Like we knew ahead, of t- we knew at least a week or two before Helena's the first Helena cell. We knew what it was. Yeah, we knew before the living- demonic structure, thirty tons of steel and chain. <laughs> <laughs> the- All right, President for future Obama. <laughs> Nixon, 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 yeah. And now that's chamber that all that yeah, shit. Yeah. But that's, again, before Elimination Chamber, we knew what Elimination Chamber was because they showed vignettes of them building the fucker. Yeah. So your 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 joke is actually on point. <laughs> yes. I want to know what the fucking Stadium Stampede is, but it's a nice beta test to see what it would look like if eventually, mm-hmm. hopefully sooner than later, but definitely eventually we get definitely off, eventually we'll get a all elite wrestling in a football field. Yeah. You know, to so see what it looks like. Um, I have. I have uh, Inner Circle winning this because they are the team. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're already teasing Hangman walking away from the rest of the group, and then you had to find a fill-in because Cody's wrestling. Mm. So Cody's not even in this. So again, where's my blood and guts? I wanted yeah, Cody. Yeah. I wanted five on five. Like donate to fucking Red Cross. Give me all that. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say Broken Elite's gonna win this because they can only lose so much. <laughs> Yeah. Although I mean the, the the tag match was won by Kenny and and Matt, so law of reverse momentum. Yeah, you're right. You, you convinced <laughs> me. You convinced me. Um, that is my match of the week, though. Uh, Kenny Omega and, and Matt Hardy versus um, the Sex Gods. Um, that was fun. That was fun as shit, dude. Um, you mean the and, golf cart? No, yeah, yeah. We talked about that last show. That's oh, my match of the week. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. We talked about then that. my match of the week is Gulak versus d Bray. then. There you go. Okay. I get confused and I forget when we record stuff and don't <laughs> record stuff. The weeks all blur together. Yesterday feels like a month ago. A month ago feels like yesterday. I don't Cats know. and dogs sleeping together. I don't know if I have a match of the week. Yeah. But eh. Okay. Um, Cody versus Archer. For the TNA title or TNT title, <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy. Oh, okay. My hand is poised over Dingy. I'm at a zero for this match. Zero? 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 The hell you say? Four, and you're gonna kill me for this. Oh my but god! But you have to understand what we're fighting for here, for the principle. The principle. Yes. Why are we de- why are we crowning a television champion on pay-per-view? This is the TNT title. Oh, the TNT title is. needs to be won on TNT television, not for 60 bucks. 
Do you not understand that? <laughs> Do you not understand that? Yes. It doesn't matter if it's Hogan Andre for the TNT title and you're putting it on pay-per-view. It defeats the purpose of having a television title. <laughs> Completely. This match should have happened last night. And fuck it. Give me Arn Anderson versus Jake Roberts this Saturday. But a television title defended on pay-per-view is blasphemous. <laughs> Defend that. You done? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is that your only problem? Is yeah. that what's bringing you from a 10 to a 0? That yeah. one little nit that you gotta pick that's just jumping yeah. up your ass, just tickling your booty hole, that's the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to defend that, though. Well, there's no defending that point. <laughs> okay. Winner! You have a valid point about the it's a TV title. It should be defended on TV and other paper. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. You have a point. Okay. That being said, I'm at an eight for the match. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I gotta let out this frustration, man. It's been a long week. I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight. I've got, I've got the murder hawk demon vibe vulture thing with the red hair winning there's only so many times that cody rhodes could say that i need to win this and lose <laughs> um i think cody needs to win this and cody needs to win this so uh i i got cody cody i've got five bucks riding on this that the team that the tnt title is basically the 24 7 universal title but it's the tnt logo with like dynamite crossbones on the bottom. <laughs> I'm at a eight. I'm at an eight. Um, I dig Murderhawk enough. Proportionally, I don't. I'm curious how I, this match is gonna go. I dig Cody a lot. Minus Decepticon tattoo. Well, it's growing on me. But, <laughs> but, oh man, I, oof. The stuff with, I don't know, there's just something that I, I a je ne sais quoi that is keeping me from like a 10. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it, it might be too fast for, for Archer, but they booked him the right way to bring somebody in fast. Um, The stuff with the old men. <laughs> old men whatever I mean you're there to talk I don't want to see you hump brandy um, that's what the snake does yeah but I don't want to see Jake Roberts versus Arn Anderson <laughs> them talking great and I'm glad that they just talked uh, the ref kind of missed their cue on interrupting and holding them back but you know whatever it's fine it's fine it's fine um but yeah I don't know. There's just something. I need a little extra paprika on it. I don't know what that is. I don't know what can I'm I, missing. Can I make a bold prediction of what I would like to see happen? Yes. Like happen? Yes. Besides it being on television for free. Oh, we're going to get to that. You cheap bastard. We're going to get to that. Oh, God. You already done got to it. No, we're going to come back to it. Aye. Because Mike Tyson's supposed to present the winner of this belt. Yeah. Mike Tyson's supposed to be at ringside with this belt. Yeah. Jake Roberts on that promo actually called out Mike Tyson also. Yeah. 
So I've got Jake stirring up some shit. And just when Mike Tyson's about to hit Jake Roberts, he accidentally hits Aubrey Edwards and knocks her the fuck out. And the match stops completely. And they Mike. finish it on television. They finish it this Wednesday. Boom, shakalaka. Done. Mike Tyson knocks out Aubrey Edwards. And the match is done. They're... By accident. Yep. And that's how, and the match is done. <laughs> how you ma- are how a ma- strange little man. <laughs> Bet that'll be front page on ESPN and all the news sites Monday morning. Su- Sunday morning. Because it's happening Saturday night. Bet. Bet. Okay, I'm at, I'm at a nine. Uh, <laughs> do we know for sure it is Aubrey that's going to ref she, this she, match? She refs all the title matches. Okay. <laughs> Mike Tyson knocks Aubrey the fuck out. And it'll be the highlight of her life. <laughs> you, everyone gets knocked up, but not everybody gets knocked, knocked out. out. <laughs> we need to make that a shirt. Aaron! Make it happen. I'll buy the first one. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Alright. Hikaru Shida against Nyla Rose. No DQ for the women's title. Uh, Eight and a half. Um, Again, two weeks worth of build-ish. I mean, I think there was more. Was there more? There's more with these two than there are with um, Baker and Statlander. Okay, uh... Eight and a half, I should really put this at a six, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to like what I see from the match itself. Eight and a half. I'm at an eight also. Um, Where's your half? It's, uh, I think for me, some of it is with the pandemic, Nyla's been off TV for a while, and so they really hadn't really focused on who the next number one contender would be so it was never really clear cut long enough that's what it was it wasn't clear cut long enough for me to invest in Hikaru Shida enough to be at a 9 or a 10 I know the match is going to be good yeah Shida can go Nyla can beat the fuck out of you and I'm still a fan of Nyla but just the fact that there was those weeks that we were complaining that Riho wasn't on TV and then as soon as Nyla won the belt the pandemic started and then Nyla wasn't on TV (laughs) (laughs) so now we're like back to score one yeah. With another Japanese contender, so uh, but I'm as far as anticipation. Where is Riho? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Huh. Uh, I'm at about an eight for this. Okay. Um, keep the train going. I got Nyla winning. Nyla. Oh. Yeah. Although, dude, that that suplex into the table, dude, it caught it caught Hikaru right on the base of the skull. Fuck Hikaru. Damn. Yeah. Them them Joshi girls, man, they tough as fuck. They look a little cute. Did you hear cute. about that poor little stardom girl, 24 years old? She had to retire due to neck, a, ser- a bunch of neck injuries that she's gotten? No, I did not hear oh, about this. Oh, man. Pobrecita. Mm-hmm. Senpai. Um, yeah, I, re- I think it ha- they announced it yesterday, mm-hmm. this little girl. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Nyla. Uh, I'm kind of more curious, assuming Sheeta gets taken out, who's next? Because you've already done Statlander. You've already done Sheeta. You've already done Riho. Brit? As a heel on heel? Mm, no. Swole? Swole. Swole? Swole. Moxley against the Brody Lee. 
Now, is this the main event or is the the I stadium the match? Sta- I, from what I saw on the AEW website, the stadium stampede match is closing it, and beneath okay. it is this match. Okay. Which I would hope so because no disrespect to Moxley, I don't think Brody's Brody Lee is near status to end the show. I don't see it. Yet, as of now, I don't see it. I don't see it with Moxley. What? Wow. Still? Yeah. Moxley just doesn't get it up for me. <laughs> like, like. Steak and potatoes does, huh? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just. There's a part of me that still is a little salty that. That he married a Renee. No, no, that. It's Jericho, former WWE guy. It's Moxley, former WWE guy. That have been the champs. And now Brody. And Brody, straight from WWE. Okay, I mean, he, he's he's not the same character at all by any means. They've really invested a lot in changing him up and, and giving him opportunity to talk, which they didn't do in WWE. He's a good talker, you know? Um, but... Still, it's like, okay, you're, you're putting the XWWE guys in the main event again. Please, don't WCW your fucking your, your, your promotion. What if, what if this is by design? How so? So that when you have a guy like Darby, main event, your WrestleMania. People go ape shit? Yeah. And, I even, so. and even use that in his promos. Like... Fuck copy, fuck copyright infringement. Have Darby Allen burn up a picture of the WWE title, <laughs> okay, and insinuate that he's the AEW guy, yeah, franchise guy, franchise guy, standing up for the AEW guys to take the belt away from a WWE guy. Yeah, so this could be by design. And I also don't think Brody's gonna win it. I don't think Brody's uh, gonna Mo- win Moxie's it. Moxie's gonna win it, which kind of sucks. As I'm kind of salty that. 10 got this like mini push that oh he's going to be the the second fiddle the mid boss for the the what are they called the dark the DLC mid boss cuz yeah. you're, you're missing Grayson and Uno and, right. and Uno what are they called the dark order yeah. for the dark order and he's he just got stomped on his first match against Moxley así como nada you know like damn okay Where's Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Next! Oh, it's, is Eleven going to come out with some egos and bleeding from the nose? <laughs> you know? Like, fuck. You, ten was cool. Like, I, I was... I like I, ten. I wanted to get behind this idea that... Even with the, the, the way that... Yeah. I liked it. I wanted to get presentation. I wanted to get behind the idea of ten. But then you throw him to fucking Moxley and Moxley just stomps him. It's weird, and I don't want to like blow this too out of proportion, but just in the microcosm of what we got, you got, in the character 10, you got a guy that is loyal to Brody. You got a guy that's flawed, unlike Brody's perception of what Brody is, to where Brody's like, Neil, like... I want you to kneel for me for real or whatever he said to that he like fixed his posture up. Yeah. So you already can, you already have that moment where oh he's that guy's he's that guy's slave but you kind of feel sorry for that guy because he is a slave. 
And for the moments that he had the flurry against Moxley, he actually looked pretty good. Right. You could have actually done something with that. Right. But now you already have that perception of done. On chump. set. On set. Chump. Yeah. Just like one through nine. I thought you said chump, which would have been just as right. Oh, yeah. Get him to that shark of Moxley. Chump. I don't chump. even remember six, seven, and eight. No. Like who? I think but six ten. and seven were the tag team that saw that video in the hotel room. I remember ten. And Uno, and why does Grayson not have a number? <laughs> Grayson's the point five. <laughs> Is Grayson too? Because they, they weren't Uno and Dos, but you got yeah. Evil Uno and, and Grayson. Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. Which he rhymes with two. Stu rhymes with two. <laughs> Disco two. <laughs> um. Disco two, like start order music. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm at about a five for this match. Did I get my number? No. I'm at about a six. I'm at about a five for this. Okay. Um, part of that for me... I don't want to get the perception that everybody that's in AEW that used to be with WWE is bitter about their time in WWE. You know, Ambrose won titles there. Jericho won titles there. You know, fucking Brody Lee was a part of a group that was making money hand over fist. At one time, you wanted the shield against the Wyatt family. You were in that group. People wanted to see you. People actually tried to care about you and your babyface one when you switched from a white tank top to a black one. Yeah. So now you're not there anymore and instead of trying to make your own character, instead of trying to be yourself, instead of trying to give us something different on a platform that's different, you want to rehash shit that we've already seen you in with with uh Brody Lee. He wants to be like the corporate Bray Wyatt or whatever, trying to have all these I don't think any of this shit's a rehash with Brody. I think it is a rehash. And then him, not drop, a rehash. him dropping all these hints to to like you're not the first old man that doubted me. And I was like, we get it, man. You failed in w- You feel like you failed in WWE. I get it. You can either try from scratch here or you can keep bitching about being uh, in WWE. Uh, yeah. Like okay. Moxley's, half of Moxley's promos. Oh, it's a paradigm shift now because AEW is different from fucking WWE. He's like, we get it. You know, Jericho being like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not WWE now because now I can do whatever I want. I make my own group. I call it whatever I want. I say whatever I want. Shut your butthole or whatever the fuck Jericho does. Does everybody from WWE going to come and complain on AEW? Like, I don't want to see that shit. Good point. And that's what this, uh, some of this I don't feel that way about Brody, though. To me, that's what some of this build has felt like. Okay. Or how it's being presented on commentary is that oh this is gonna be the best because you could have had it you you had like a fucking C minus on the other show but you're gonna get A plus here from these two like come on yeah man. that's the other thing too like like if you put what was his name what was Brody in, in Harper yeah Harper versus Dean Ambrose I would have been like all right eh, it might be okay. If, if WWE gives them a shot. But I wouldn't be fucking hyped for it. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe I still have some of that feel. Like, like I don't think that this is Kenny Omega versus, I don't know, Okada. Darby oh. or Okada or, like, anybody that's, like, new hotness. I feel like, all right, it's these two who were good 
This is the same model car from three years ago, except there's new like accessories to it. Yeah, it's not a whole redesign of the car. It's just yeah. Oh, now you have a backwards camera now. It's 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 one third of the Wyatt family versus one third of the Shield in a match that's not the Wyatt family versus the Shield with a new skin. Yeah. Yeah. I got Moxley winning this. Moxley's winning. Yeah, Moxley's winning. Which sucks because I don't know what you do with the Dark Order after this, after having... Because I, yeah, I don't want to see, I don't want to see Ten get stomped and then Brody get stomped and then, uh, okay, fuck the Dark Order. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which is weird because their whole prophecy is you join us, you become a winner. And nobody from Nobody's Dark Order won anything. So <laughs> ain't won shit. Yeah. Buy-in, pre-show, number oh. one contender for the tag titles. Why do we? Why do you save the most irrelevant match for the end? Because it's best friends against private party. Okay. Um, nine. <laughs> he just uh, did shit, and he's giving this a nine. After you gave Ambrose Moxley what? I don't even remember. <laughs> um, nine. Uh, I love private party. And I love the best friends. You know, mostly orange. But, um... <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun fucking match. That's going to be fun. There's not really all that much build. I should be at like a seven. But goddamn, I know these two are going to, these two teams are going to tear the house down. Yeah. It's a shame that this isn't on the main show, but you have to have something to draw people in. Yeah. And I think people would be pissed if you put Baker versus Statlander on the pre-show. I think people would be pissed if you put the ladder match on the pre-show. Which the, originally the was going to be. The Battle Royal. Originally, the was. Battle Royal was going to be because, remember, the Battle Royal last year was on the pre-show also. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, yeah. Overall, I got to see this. Where are you seeing this? At home. Socially distant. Oh, shit. You had the invitation. You know that, right? For here? Scott. Oh, he's... he's I didn't know. You must not have read it. Oh. <laughs> when did he say this? In our group dealie? When? Weeks ago. Oh. We, oh. Man. Well, I also got an invitation from Aaron as well, but I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going I'm to do it at home. <laughs> watch the pay-per-view. You mean. Watch, okay, watch good. the pay-per-view. Context. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, where you at? Nine. I really want to see this. If I'm doing the math, about eight. Okay. I wasn't doing the math. Yeah. I was just I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm st- feeling myself as a nine. I'm still a little bitter. About the whole situation. The COVID. The COVID. The COVID. Okay. Yeah. You know. It's on a Saturday. I was there last year. The way scheduling worked out. I have a half day tomorrow. Wait, is I'm this on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Oh. Sure. I have a half day tomorrow. I'm off Saturday. I'm off Monday for Memorial Day. You know, I, I was going to buy... The, the, the day I was going to buy these tickets was the day that they announced that they were canceling it and moving it to fucking Florida because of the whole fucking pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So, fuck. Mm. After we've already had our Dynamite episode from Houston rescheduled. También, yeah. so it's, it's like... rescheduled to November, which... Which even then... I hope. That... <laughs> Man, that time is a ticking away, man. It's about to be fucking September before you know it. <laughs> I think we had this conversation before, but our video never saved because we were having issues, which is why we tried a whole bunch of different shit. Mm-hmm. November. Let's say you have tickets. Ringside. For Dynamite. 
here in Houston. And there is we don't no, have ringside, but we have pretty good seats. And there is not a cure or a vaccine. Would you go to this event? Not a vaccine. No, and nothing has changed. We're, we're, if, if it's like how it is right the fuck now, no. No, I wouldn't go. It hurt, but I wouldn't go. But if things have improved. The, the, the curve has been flattened a little bit more. Cases are down. People know how to fucking social distance and they know how to wear their mask. And You're wipe sure their about shit. that? If, if, they, if we've improved, we have time to improve, then maybe. Depending on the fucking rules and the settings and, you know, like, is it all of us? Are we going to be, you know, some people got their refunds, some people didn't, you know, what's going on, you know? From what I understand, I have a friend who's saying that we haven't even peaked yet, that the peak's going to come in July, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're going to have a second wave and the second wave is going to be worse than the first, you know? Uh, If that's the case and we shut down in July and we're shut down for another two, three months... July, August, September, October, November. That's not too far off, but it really just depends how everything goes down in July, to be honest. If July, the second wave isn't all that bad, and August, September, we're good. October, all right, there's still a few people getting sick. Yeah, you know what? you got NBA and NFL and, you know, you got the dumbasses going to NRG to watch the Texans lose. Then, but they, <laughs> I missed the but first two okay. games. But they're okay. All right, I'll do this, you know. But, man, it depends, dude. Like, it's really hard to predict this shit. Yeah. <sighs> Explain to me the greatest wrestling match ever. That's supposed to happen in two we, weeks. Wait, we're weeks. not talking about Macho versus Steamboat? No. We're not talking about uh, Brett versus Perfect? No. No? We're, we're not, not talk- talking about Omega Okada? We're not talking about that? No. No? What are we talking about? Edge and Randy fucking Orton. Come again? <laughs> Edge and Orton putting on the greatest wrestling match ever? ever? Yeah. As advertised. By the WWE. What the fuck is going on here? Bro, I love Edge. I love Edge. Randy Orton's alright. Edge and Randy Orton in 2020 in front of an empty audience is not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Can they try? Yeah, they could try. But this isn't going to be Brian versus McGinnis. Ooh! You know? This isn't going to be Joe versus Kobashi. Yeah, this isn't going to be that. Choppy, choppy. I mean, they could try. I, Edge could put on good matches. Randy Orton could put on good matches. This is going to be the greatest ever? Bro, you're putting a lot of fucking cart before the horse. And you're putting a lot of pressure on two old men. And again, you put a lot of pressure on two old men when you put uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker together. And they kind of did it. So uh, They did it well. Yeah. I think here's my bone of contention. Ay, papa. Que grande. You kind of touched, touched it a little, actually. Mm-hmm. When you tell me, a wrestling fan for over 20 years, of great wrestlers, when you use the word wrestler... There's already a definition of that to me. 
Beefcake, wrestler, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, um, Perfect Malenko, Perfect Malenko, Debray, Guerrero, Guerrero. Not supposed to say his name, but it starts with a B, uh, with a C, and his last name ends with a T, and had a gap in his tooth. The Crippler, yeah, that guy. Um, if you are have Roman Greco training, if you wrestle SCAA, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, uh, if you wrestle in the Hart Dungeon, if you have skills. Uh, when your when your matches contend of counters, counter counters, counter counter counters, and then counter 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 counters, that's what I think of prof- of wrestlers. I don't have a doubt in my mind that if we get Edge versus Orton from Vengeance or from Backlash two thousand four, whatever, I have no doubt that Edge versus Orton, I will be very sports, sports entertained. entertained. But neither of these guys scream pro wrestler to me. So when you're telling me that those two guys, you got Brian and Nakamura on the same roster, and you're telling me these two guys. <laughs> you had Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley on the same on the same company for a while. You're telling me these two guys. You you just had Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan put on a fucking clinic. And these guys, these, these are going to put the greatest wrestling match ever? Fuck me. Mm-mm. That, if that's the main event, my night's ending early. Yeah. Very early if these pay-per-views are going two and a half hours because they ain't in front of nobody. And I love Edge. Let me preface this by saying, I love Edge. Adam Copeland. Edge is like probably in my top ten of WWE wrestlers that I like. But Edge isn't exactly a technical wrestler. Edge is a sports entertainer who has a really great gimmick and... A lot of grit. A lot of grit. It's even on his chest. A lot of charisma. I, you know, I even don't really buy the grit just yet. He's had a lot of charisma. I love the ultimate opportunist. I think they I misspelled it. his shirt. It's supposed to say a lot of gray. Right. I, With I, the I, R. The R's I, still there. I, I love the ultimate opportunist gimmick. I love how well he was a heel. He wasn't a dastardly, cowardly heel all the time. He was a smart heel who did smart things. The only person that was smarter of a heel than him in his time was Triple H and Cerebral Assassin. Ultimate opportunist was right there. I, I love what Edge did. But his being a little slappy. And he don't really have a whole lot of other moves in his repertoire that's like, oh, oh, he did that? That's cool. Not that he's using now. Edge 2020 is not Edge Guerrero from 2005. Yeah. so (laughs) It's not Edge RVD from 2004. It's not Edge Orton from 2004. This is a different Edge. I love being sports entertained by Edge. Love it. Love it. But he's, he's not... All those wrestlers that we mentioned. And Orton, even less so. I know that WWE and and King and JR and uh, announcers all throughout the years have always said about Orton, if you want to make a pro wrestler from the ground up, it'll look exactly like Randy Orton. No, that's not true. It might look like him, but it's not going to function like him. Even then, it's still not true. That's not true. They're using the wrong words. If you want a sports entertainer, (laughs) 
And you build him from the ground up. You build Randy Orton. And even then, Randy Orton isn't the greatest sports entertainer. Randy Orton, from being the prototype, so to speak, of the one that you build from the ground up and you get him, he suffers from that because he is so conventionally good. So he doesn't have that weird flaw that makes him likable. Daniel Bryan, oh, the little short goat. That makes him likable. Mick Foley, the guy who shouldn't do it because he's this fat ass who's crazy. That makes him likable. Makes him different. You know, Randy Orton is too perfect. You know what I mean? Like, they're supermodels, right? They're supermodels. This is the most beautiful woman in the world. Tom Brady married her. I don't go looking for pictures of Giselle to go fucking whack off. Right? Right? Have you ever whacked off to Giselle? No. Giselle Brady? Have you ever looked at any of her pictures and thought, oh my god? No. 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 Google Alina Lopez. (laughs) She's had plenty of videos. That's why this one is stronger than this one. I like the classics. Put me in a German slap contest. I will win some trophies. I I like the classics. Yeah, I go with Cytheria. All right. Oh! Have the Do whole, you have the goggles on? The whole on? room soaked. <laughs> You'll be swimming by the time you're done fucking. You don't have a waterbed? You got a waterbed now, bitch. Like, that's what this I'm talking about. could tell stories. <laughs> oh, you COVID. <laughs> but why, I'm do not, you, why do you think I retired the other table? But I'm not whacking off to Giselle. But she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Says who? I don't think so. She's a supermodel that makes all this money. She's one of the best supermodels. It's the most beautiful. No. Cindy. I've never even no. whacked off to Cindy Crawford. I'll, I'll like, put, uh, here, look, you talk I'll, about all these here. supermodels. I've never look. beat off to any of them. Yeah, but you're weird. <laughs> I'm going to put it in context that you can understand. Pristine, 1971, Chevy Camaro, Yanko, five-speed manual. Perfect. Eleanor, Shelby G2500. They're so beautiful, you're afraid to drive it. You're afraid to mess with it because it's too perfect. And anything you do to it will will lower its value. I think that's what you're doing with Orton. Because you you tried so hard to make him this perfect that you don't want to fuck with it. To the point that you don't And he hasn't fucked with himself. He hasn't fucked with his own career and his own ring ability. Because he's so perfect that he just stopped developing. And he's boring. And complacent. He's been the same thing that he's been since WrestleMania 21. Yep. Randy Orton. You know, legend killer. Poses. That was his peak. Has he learned any new moves? Has he done anything more cool in the ring? I mean, the little, like, inverted backcracker thing was cool. But what has he done since? He's, he's never developed. He's never reinvented. He's, he's been too perfect, so he's just going to stay perfect. Yeah. You know? He peaked too early. That was his problem. He peaked too early. I have three flaws with the entire thing. The first one I've already told you. The second one was the opening promo. Because... Oh, with the Charlie clone at the end saying, this will be the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah. Edge hadn't (laughs) even... bitch? 
Edge hadn't even answered the question, and Charlie's like, I'll take care of this for you. This is gonna be good. Good. No, bitch, I don't know. He never answered <laughs> He shit. never even said that he, he wanted to do the match. say anything. Which I can't blame Charlie. She, she, she's, she's just another puppet on that program with somebody's hand up or making her say whatever they want them to say. Which leads me to number three. Why, I don't, why I'm like at a negative for the anticipation for this match. This is my third reason. We already got these guys for 45 minutes on a match that should have blown the whole thing off. Yes. Edge came back from the Rumble before he even went through this with Orton and mouthed off at least half a dozen guys from NXT or from the main roster that Edge wants to compete with because yes. his time is fleeting in the business. Yes. Why, from a storytelling perspective, why are you going to give the villain the satisfaction of another match that he wants his way? Rather than do what you want to do and wrestle the new guys like Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Daniel Bryan. Not Daniel Bryan. Well, Shinsuke, Na- him. Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, th- Anybody. Th- Tommaso Ciampa. He mouthed off Ciampa. Yeah. Go off and wrestle some of those guys. Sami Zayn. And after every <laughs> match, whether Edge wins or loses, Orton comes out and RKO's him. Push this for six or nine months for Edge to be like, you motherfucker, you. You won't get off my dick. I'm going to flick you off. We're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. Okay. The first promo, Edge is like, yeah. That's, there was nothing. No build. Charlie laid out of the bag. You could have let this dry for four weeks and have Edge wonder, can I really wrestle? Or not even that. Have Edge question. Why? What I don't what am I getting out of this? I already beat him. He's done so. He's in my rear view. I got more people that I want to test myself on. Not a yardstick that's ten years old. Why the fuck do I need to wrestle Orton again? This this is like I'm like I don't know I don't want to watch this match at all. I have no interest whatsoever for this match. What is Orton gonna start RKO and Edge's kids now? So that we can go backwards in the timeline, we should have had this regular match first, and then have Orton then lose, escalate. and then Orton RKO in the family, the friends, the mothers, the grandmas, corpses, whatever, to get Edge to really want this forty-five minute cinematic craptacular thing happen he, later. He this- should have thrown him off of the fucking WWE <laughs> corporate tower. They should have been in Money in the Bank. Just I'm, I'm, that's what they should. I have no interest in this at all. Yeah, none. None. All right. Can, can we stop shitting all over this? Oh, man. John Oliver was shitting on it, and I wanted to join him. John Oliver was shitting on it? On this Did match? you watch last week's Tonight? No. The COVID? About no, this whole sp- no, I did not. I did not. Oh! Waste of a segment. Oh. For you. Oops. You can't watch it now. I even linked the video in the freaking chat. You didn't get to watch it. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. So, yeah, John Oliver basically running down WWE and AEW. Apparently, I don't. this probably was under my radar because I didn't notice it. Someone anonymously from WWE sent a letter to Florida advising them to not make them 
uh, essential business because in their the way they do work, there's no way to avoid social distancing. Mm. They have to they're they're in proximity and all that shit. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're in the ring grabbing and touching each other. Yeah, you mentioned that we can't have Becky every week, even though she's pregnant because she's getting sick. But we're still having all these fucking shows every week, and we're having pay per views and all this. And Vince is on conference calls wanting, like, yeah, the people are going to get tired of Netflix and Tiger King, and they're going to just want to see people in their underwear beat the hell out of each other. But their ratings are, <laughs> yeah. What does my stock look like again? <laughs> it's soon to follow. It's very soon to follow. I should not fucking invest. Um. That's it, man. Ah, we'll do we'll do an upper. We'll end it on a high note. Unfortunately, because takeover in your house and backlash are a week apart, we made the decision that we're gonna record in between. That's gonna be our next episode. Okay. So we're gonna be covering the fallout from in your house and previewing backlash. Okay. And so just that's like three weeks from now. Yeah. Okay. Or two weeks, I think. I think it's two weeks. What's your anticipation for Johnny Gargano against Keith Lee for the North American title? Well, considering that I haven't watched NXT since the last time we talked about NXT. Um, <laughs> Just three weeks ago. And I didn't even know that this match was happening uh, until you told me right now. Uh, I'm in a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love me Keith Lee. I love me some Gargano. Um, Who's this motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to assume that it's good, that it's been good, that the build has been good. I'm just assuming this. Um, I could be proven wrong if I tune in on Wednesday. <laughs> but just or go home tonight and watch what happened yesterday. Well, or, or later or, or watch it over. You the still weekend. got Harley Quinn to catch up on. Uh, yeah, I'm almost done with that. <laughs> and I, I also told you I started the MCU. Yeah. So oh, yeah. how far along have you gotten? Uh, Thor Dark World. Yeah. Oh damn! You're yeah. still that far behind, dude. That's wow. like eight movies in. <laughs> you still got. Let's see. We started. You still with, got sixteen to go. We started with Captain America, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, Avengers, Iron Man Three. Oh, uh, somewhere in there was Hulk, um, yeah, Hulk, and then Thor: Dark World. Yeah, I'm, I'm eight movies in. Remind them why you're watching them out of uh, release order. Oh, because I'm watching them in chronological order of the timeline of the, the story. And you're not watching any TV in between because that'll take longer. Right. I'm not watching Iron Fist and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all five seasons and all that. I'm not watching that. Although, once you're done with the movies, go back and watch the first and only season of Peggy Carter. That's good shit. Okay. And, yeah, that's good shit. Well, I was going to say, although I did catch... Some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. here and there Because Porsche would always watch it good. And uh, she, I did watch the last few episodes of the last season Did so, you watch the Ghost Rider stuff from that first I saw third? some of the Ghost Rider So I saw too. Ghost Rider and I know all about Tahiti Yeah, there you okay. go Yeah, It's a beautiful place It's a beautiful place <laughs> I go on the rest, of, well, the rest of the rumored matches But I think we should just end it here Yeah, that's, we're done <laughs> We're done So we'll be back in about two weeks Maybe three weeks We'll be in between Takeover and Backrash. Backrash. Rash. And we'll go from there. And we'll see what our schedule looks like for the next couple of weeks after that. Yeah. All right. Until Anything then. Else? Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. I wonder how much of this show actually aired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it aired. At least this recorded? Yeah.
Yeah.